2022 NBA free agency has been wild. But don't worry, child. Payment Sweat's got you covered. <laughs> I'm Trip, And I'm Ryan. And, and we do have you covered. Yeah, we do. Uh, it's been a lot. It's been a week, right? Yeah. We it's been a week. It's been a week since our last episode. But everyone is like, it's so cra- Like, this year's free agency is so crazy. Bro. It's not. But really. it's always this crazy. It, I mean, yeah. And that's right. what's great about it. Yeah, comparatively, I'd say it's pretty much a normal one. What are we going to start with? Because there is one big piece of news that has yet to resolve itself. Obviously, that everyone's talking about Kevin Durant. The Nets, yeah. Yeah. So, Kyrie Irving opted into <coughs> his player option because... $47 million. Jeez. No, that's Russ. That's Russ. Kyrie's like 36. 30, yeah. Yeah, 36. 30, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's the Russ, Russ thing. Is oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. And apparently, How does Kyrie make eleven million less than Russ? I don't know. And Russell Westbrook is—it just got leaked. It's a seventy-three overall in the new two K. This guy. Oh my gosh. Worst contract probably of all time. But yeah. Kyrie Irving opts into his player option, so yep. we're thinking, all right, fine. The Nets are going to run it back. Everyone's and, like, calm down. It's all good. The yeah, Nets are staying. And nope. then Kevin Durant requests the trade. Mm-hmm. Now. The big thing about Kevin Durant requesting a trade, and you may think, oh, well, superstars do this all the time. Anthony Davis forced his way out of New Orleans. James Harden forced his way out of Houston and Brooklyn. But this has never happened before. And that is because Kevin Durant has four years left on his contract. That has never happened. When Anthony Davis and James Harden forced their way out of places... They usually have one year left on their deal, maybe a one plus one with a player option. Mm-hmm. But basically, when they request that trade, it is actually beneficial for the team that they're on because, you know, they're basically saying, I'm leaving. They're getting something. They're getting something back. But for a player of Kevin Durant's caliber <clears throat> to be trying to with force... With four years. With four years left, right. That has never happened before. But since that's never happened before... We don't know what's going to happen following the trade well, request. Well, the question is, is there a trade that is... Could a team possibly put together a trade that is the, equal? That the Nets will be okay with? Yeah. I mean, it's, Or, I mean, the Nets can be okay with, you know, like getting the best deal that still isn't really worth it. But, I mean, like, is there a deal right. out there that is actually worth it? Like, is it possible to quantify his value in a trade... I believe For four years left. That's a lot of years. It's tough to say. I think that the two teams that come to mind that could have a package mm-hmm. are that would be willing to make a deal. Well, Obviously, yeah. like like the Cavs, like they have a package. Like you put Darius Garland and Jared Allen. And I mean, right, <laughs> that's good. But I think the teams that actually have a package that the Nets would end up accepting is the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. and the Oklahoma City Thunder, mm-hmm. which to me is the most interesting one. Yeah. I've heard a lot of talk about the Suns. I don't see that one happening. I also saw like the Jazz could turn their their four first-round picks from Gobert, add two more, and then get you no. know Durant. No, that won't happen. Yeah, I don't think so Because It would have to include Mitchell. Because uh, reportedly the yeah. Nets are interested in a young star, an all-star caliber be. player, plus... A huge haul. So, yeah. And we'll talk about that a little bit more as we go through the deals that have already taken place. Because, I mean, you talk about a player of Kevin Durant's caliber. We have players, DeJounte Murray and Rudy Gobert, who themselves mm-hmm. are requiring an, an insane return yeah. in these trades. So we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, we but right now it looks like th- there's a lot of talk about Kevin Durant going to the Suns. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, actually. And, uh, and then the Raptors. Well, his his listed teams were the Suns and the Heat, the two one seeds from last year. What a year, loser! Which is that made me so mad. I know he's such a loser. I know. But okay, the other thing though that I want to mention about the fact that he has four years left on his deal that means that he doesn't really have any leverage. He can tell the Nets where he wants to go. Doesn't matter. But he has no control over that. The Nets have to select the best deal for them. Yeah. They're not really concerned with where he ends up. And if they are, then they're stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the Thunder sending all of the picks that they've accumulated, plus Shea or something like that. Shea would be perfect. Right. That would be enough, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the Raptors would probably have to give up Siakam, Barnes, mm-hmm. 
picks, maybe Van Vliet as well. I mean, it would have to be... It would be their whole team. Yeah, pretty much. Which a lot of teams could do, but I mean, they want to contend because they have Nick Nurse. and Right, you know. a great coach. Yeah. The question really is, I don't know if you want to get into this right now even. Okay. Is it even worth it? What What would you give up? I mean, is it worth it for the Raptors to give up their entire team for Kevin Durant? Who... I'm going to come out and say it, and I, I, I'm a hater a little bit. Me too. But also, when I am a hater, I, I do Mostly like... Mostly locker room stuff. Of and, course. Yeah. But I like to look at things from an objective point of view, and objectively, on the basketball court, I don't think that he can give you a championship if you don't have a really solid supporting roster. Mm-hmm. The only times that he's done it, obviously... Was the most solid supporting roster you ever, could ever craft. Yeah, and I still believe that Kevin Durant was the <clears throat> second best player on the yeah. Warriors at that time. We're in agreement. Okay, so you've got that going on. The attractive part of Kevin Durant going to the Raptors yeah. is that the Raptors are so well built that we have seen it where all they needed was a scoring need yeah. and Kawhi Leonard filled it. Mm-hmm. Again, this is a really hot take, but in the 2019 finals, Kawhi Leonard was viewed as the best player in the world. I wouldn't have even said that he was the best player in that series, to be honest. I think Curry was better. I even think Lowry was better in that series, just based on a complete player. It was the narrative, mostly. Because he had just gotten there, right, all that. But the fact of the matter is, the Raptors were already an amazing team. They just needed a high-volume score. I talk about this all the time with players like Mitchell, Booker. Those two guys are really good on their teams. They're viewed as superstars. But really all they're doing is filling a scoring need. That was kind of the same thing that Kawhi did. And that could be the same thing that Kevin Durant would do Mm -hmm. were he to join the Raptors. However, the only problem with that is if a trade good enough for the Nets to accept sending Kevin Durant to Toronto... Where's your supporting cast? You don't have a supporting cast anymore. And that was another thing that he demanded when he requested a trade. He asked for... You know, he had that list of destinations, and then he said, and you can't gut the roster. I have to be going. It's like, what do you want, man? (laughs) Honor your contract. I mean, obviously, respect to players. I have the utmost respect to basketball Mm -hmm. players. I think they should have more freedom in what they do. But, dude. Yeah. I mean, you signed a huge deal. Yeah. You can't, you're not, beggars can't be choosers. Mm -hmm. Anytime it gets hard, he tries to leave. I don't see the justification for this beyond the fact that he doesn't view a future with the Nets as one where he can win a championship simply because he's not good enough. I'm sorry. I'm going to be that guy. I'm glad that you're that guy for this conversation because I would have done the same thing and now Kevin Durant fans can go at you instead of me. Exactly. But, you know, just putting it on the record, I would have said the same thing except a little more emotionally charged and possibly... Could be Dangerous. some tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could be some tears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kevin Durant, a big problem with his, with his game. It's always been there. People don't talk about it. He can't create for himself in the paint. Yeah. And many people don't. I mean, you're like, okay, well, he can score at the other two levels brilliantly. Agreed. True. Absolutely mm-hmm. correct. He is the most consistent scorer in the NBA, possibly in league history. When you talk about consistency, scoring efficiently, mm-hmm. he can take whatever the defense throws at him and create especially in the regular season. But if your best scorer on an NBA team can't create on the inside, mm-hmm. that means that everywhere else is clogged. <clears throat> the paint isn't a threat. You don't have to have an elite rim protector to defend mm-hmm. against Kevin Durant. And that caps the ceiling of your basketball team. Yeah. So without a player like Curry, who has the gravitational pull of a million moons, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant can't win a championship alone. Right. We've seen him try. Couldn't do it with Prime Russ. Plus six man Harden. I mean, and it hurts his case that people like Trey Young, who, when he was drafted, I mean, people like Trey Young, literally just Trey Young. When he was drafted, people were like, I don't know if he can lead a championship team because he, you know, he's so small. Can he create in the paint? Well, he's doing that right now, and Kevin Durant still really can't. Exactly. And that's because you know a lot of it's his limited mobility and the paint clogging, and of course, everyone's so lengthy now. I mean, it's just with Chad Holmgren, people are just getting more lengthy, more lengthy and catching up with him. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think he can win a championship if he gets traded anywhere because the return is going to be too great. The Nets problem last season, again, it was, and they always have this, like, they, they keep signing these guys more depth, more depth, more depth for, like, minimum, you know, veteran guys because their big three was so expensive. 
Um, but it still never worked. They never got the bench that they could. And I don't think he can expect on this massive deal that he's going to get that kind of support anywhere. Yeah. And I don't know why he's so closed off to that idea that, dude, wherever you go, it, there's just not like if you're not that guy, because I, I hate to say that he's not that guy, but he he's really I, I'll, I'll say it. He's he's not Luca, who can probably right. do it. Who can is that mold that he has everything? Because he's the creator. Yeah, he's the, he's the yeah, shot maker, and, yeah. shot creator, yeah. both. And Kevin Durant's a shot maker. Yeah. Period. I don't think yeah. that he's got much. Sure, else. he's the best scorer in NBA history. <laughs> right, but and that is. doesn't make you the greatest. Right. There's a there's a yeah, and I don't think he can other... be that one, the the number one, and just win a championship. He hasn't done it. No, he hasn't. And another thing, where I'm just SMHing, SMH, shaking my head at him right now. We still haven't seen a full season of him and Kyrie healthy. <laughs> You're not going to find a better team than that, no, nope. Kevin. Mm-mm. Just see how it plays out. Kyrie Irving, not dependable, not on the court often, but now you have the vaccine restrictions lifted. Kyrie yep. can play most places. He can play at home. He'll play everywhere next season. Right. Yeah, yeah he has to. There will be nowhere. Because he's on a contract year. Yeah. Use your head, Kevin. Kyrie Irving is on a contract year. He's going to be dependable because he wants mm-hmm. to get paid after his contract is up with Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, if he's even on the roster. That's a whole different thing. Now mm-hmm. that Kevin Durant requests a trade, now there's talks about Kyrie Irving for Westbrook. I hope that happens, but what are you doing? If you're Who's Brooklyn? the real loser, though? Brooklyn. Yeah. Because they do it again and again. Except, Make super yeah. teams and They have the two fail. worst trade. They had the worst trade of the 2010s yeah. and potentially the worst trade of the 2020s. Oh, that's weird to say, 2020s. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Brooklyn traded for Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen. Uh, was it Ray Allen? I don't know if he was part of it, but they got... They traded for... It was Garnett and Pierce. I, th- I don't think I think that Allen, was it. Yeah, I don't think right. Allen was in there. Yeah, so they traded for those two, and they gave up a haul of picks. Right. That was one of the first like big deals like Aging that. superstars, let's create a... a a super team out of nowhere and they had Darren Williams and then that just never worked. No, it was terrible. Yeah. And that's why the Celtics have had so much success building their team homegrown players. The yeah. Tatum pick, that was originally Brooklyn's from years mm-hmm. past. And the Warriors too. Yeah. Jalen Brown. Went through the draft. Yeah, same, exactly. Um, so now Brooklyn's potentially going to yeah. lose get, their... Get better scouts though. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> they had a team with Kyrie Irving, Jarrett Allen, Karis LeVert. They had a really good team. That was fun. That was their and that's the best team that they've yeah. had in years and then Kevin Durant comes and you haven't had a team that good. Yeah. So, we'll yeah. see what happens. I don't want to speculate too much. I just do want to say though, Suns, the only deal possible would have to include a sign and trade with Aiton, probably Mikel yep. Bridges. Um and if the Suns can make that work, that would actually yeah, be I mean, that would be a good you, deal. You get smaller you don't have eight anymore. You can spread the floor more. Yeah. You can still do pick and rolls. Um, I mean, they just have a bunch of guys like Jay Crowder, and I mean, they, they, he would be in the deal. But like, probably they, it would they take, just got would, guys that Mikel Aiton picks. Yeah. Probably yes, Crowder something like that. Yeah. But maybe the Nets will be like, okay, Kevin, we won't give, up, we won't ask for, we won't yeah. drain their roster. God, that would be stupid. We'll yeah. just get, you know, all their picks available, and that's it. That's His stupid. other request, the Heat. There is no, no way, no way, because uh, they're not going to want Tyler Hero for Kevin Durant, and exactly. then a bunch of picks, and who else are they going to give them? Right, and the theory is Bam, but they can't, no. and that's because that Ben Simmons is already on the Nets roster. And he's on some sort of, his contract is built through this weird rookie extension thing. Yeah. Every team is entitled to have one player on that type of contract. Bam is Bam also is, yeah. on that. So you can't have Ben Simmons and Bam Adebayo on the same team. You can't have both of those contracts. So the Heat, there's no vehicle to that Is trade. that like the rookie Supermax or whatever? It's, I think it is, yeah. yeah. So the only two teams that I can actually see working out a deal and then being really good are the Suns and the 76ers, who are actually involved in these talks way more than I would have suspected. Joel Embiid. Yes, Joel Embiid has pushed for the front office to... Embiid and Durant would... That would be pretty good. But, and it's hilarious, though. But then what? Like, James oh. Harden back to the Nets? Exactly, right. <laughs> so it, it makes no sense. And then he's like, okay, well, now like, yeah. I'm retiring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we can move on, but yeah. that's obviously the big story right now. Yeah. I was in Tennessee. I looked at my phone. I saw the tweet. Kevin Durant has requested trade. I went crazy. Well, but you know what the most likely I, outcome of this is? What? 
they're gonna they're gonna start the season and they're gonna have Kyrie and Kevin Durant. I agree. I think that's what they should do. Yeah. He has no leverage. Make him play. He's not gonna set out for four years. No, because his legacy. That's all he wants now. But he's chasing it too hard. He's not staying. He's not giving any team a chance. He's chasing it the wrong way. Yeah. Kobe Bryant requested a trade from the Lakers in 2007. He ended up winning two more championships with the Lakers. Yeah. It can happen. Yeah. I hope it doesn't. No. But, Kevin, <laughs> calm down. Chill, bro. Chill? Come on. All right, but let's get into some of the signings that have actually happened. No more smoke yeah. and mirrors. Well, let's... the the Kyrie thing, too, he was, you know, they're in talks. They're, they might still be in talks. Westbrook for uh, Kyrie, you know, Lakers looking to make LeBron happy. LeBron wants the trade to happen. He's he played with Kyrie. It would work. It's worked before. I think that Kyrie, again. LeBron, and Anthony Davis would be insane. I think they're gonna. I think they would win the championship. They would win if 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 they are healthy. Yeah. No exactly. question. Yeah, but I think they would but win the championship. Obviously, there's a question because of health. Health is a big thing. Yeah. But uh, speaking of the Lakers, oh boy. what have they done to strengthen? You're gonna get me their going. case. Yeah. No. That I'm. You know, I'll I'll have my chance. You know, we yeah. we record for like an hour. Each episode, I'll have my chance, but since we're already on the Lakers, yeah, I'm going to let you do your own rant because Trip is going to is now transitioning into his Laker phase because I'm moving to he's Los moving Angeles. to Los Angeles, so he needs to be. Right. Because I, I yeah. want to watch the Lakers. You know what I yeah. mean? I want to go to stay. I, my dorm room is eight minutes away. It's an Uber. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to watch the Lakers. So, yeah, I've been closely following their free agency, and boy. Me with the Bulls, too. You, have you really been yeah. following the Bulls? Yeah. They have had a pretty Dragic. I think it mostly... Drummond. Yeah. I, it's mostly who are we taking from the Nets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've that's, been a little, to be is. honest, I've been a little disappointed with the Bulls offseason because you were in the talks to acquire Rudy Gobert. Yeah. All this, yeah. but... Which would have been insane. Right. But the important thing, you know, you got uh, Levine. Levine back. stayed. Yeah, which was actually S- not A little as, surprising. Yeah, we weren't as sure yeah. that that was going to happen. It, it was kind of like a... That yeah. thing that maybe wasn't. I'm excited. Yeah, of course. I want to watch some good basketball. But the Lakers. Lakers. So you're LeBron, you know. You're the GM. Right. Not really. <laughs> no, he's not. I, I hate when people I don't know that. if he would have done this. No, he would not have done this. <laughs> so basically, all the Lakers need to succeed, in my opinion, if you have a player that is as ball-dominant as LeBron, think about it with Lucas, same thing. 3 and D. Mm-hmm. You need 3 and D guys. There is one player on the Lakers roster that shoots threes above Max average. Christie. Well, maybe. We'll see. But someone that we've seen... Anthony in, Davis. It's just LeBron. He's the only person that's above average three-point. Yeah, that's Only true. person. Max Christie will be, though. I th- he's looking... He's looking good. He's looking pretty good. He I can like... shoot from anywhere. He's the kind of player LeBron wants. But why are you signing Juan Toscano-Anderson, Yeah. who can't really shoot, Damian nope. Jones can't really shoot. Tor- I do like that one. I like Damian Jones. I like Damian. I did look at him too because like our him. next episode we're recording, we'll talk about later. But Troy Brown, yeah. what's he gonna do? And then the big one. And then, that I hate. And then Lonnie Mr. Walker, Mr. Lonnie the fourth. I hate this signing because I mean, if you get Lonnie Walker on a minimum, if you get any guy on a minimum. Whatever. It's a minimum. You're not spending that much. And, and that's, he's still, you know, like 26, whatever right. he is. But. He's like 23. He's young. Yeah, he he's, has room to improve. Yeah, but you have LeBron James, who's not 23. <laughs> he's 37, yeah. right? Yeah. But I'm talking about a minimum. Like, oh, they signed a minimum 23-year-old. Right. Right. Wow, nice. Exactly. But they didn't. Because they, they didn't. used the mid-level exception on him, which every team gets once Explain a year. Explain that to much. Yeah. Basically, it's for teams that are over the cap. Mm-hmm. And you can still sign a player that's in like the, Over eight, the minimum. 8 to $12 million range. Just one. Right. And the Lakers use it on Lonnie Walker the fourth, who is not good right now. I'm sorry. For the Lakers. He's. I don't think he was good well, for the yeah, Spurs, right, right. to be completely yeah. honest. He yeah. can shoot. He cannot, for the life of him, defend. Yeah. He's one of the... Worst defenders. He is. Yeah. He's athletic. He can jump. He's a super athlete. That's it. It does not contribute yeah. to winning basketball. No. It just doesn't. So I am not a fan of the Lonnie Walker signing, especially for that mid-level. I said, okay, maybe transition offense. What else does he bring? Okay, nothing. nothing. Juan Toscano-Anderson, I like for the minimum. Cool. He's like still him. not a shooter. He's right. not. He's an okay defender. Not too much. I don't. I'm not in love with him. He's, he's an average defender. 
Right. He's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not mad at it. Troy Brown Jr., same thing. Fast. He's okay. Lengthy. Not a great shooter. Yeah. Again, minimum, I'm not mad at it. And then Damian Jones, I actually really like yeah. that signing. I've actually... I like him. For the Lakers, I was kind of looking at stuff that they could do. He's been on my radar, mm-hmm. to be honest. It's like and a, he's played there before. He's a, he's a good pretty player. Good. He's a good player. He's a solid, he's a solid backup center. And right. he'll, he'll play a lot because AD will oh, yes. be out a lot. So, so I don't hate any of their signings except for the Lonnie Walker deal. But that still does no not... No shooters. That doesn't mean it's a good offseason because you need to have a move that I love. You have LeBron James and Anthony Davis who didn't make the playoffs last season. You've got to do something. Mm-hmm. You do. So the fact that their best acquisition over the offseason was drafting a second-round pick, Max Christie, mm-hmm. he's the most promising player on their roster that they've just acquired. Yep. That's not good. That's not good. So they, they Great pick, but... They kind of need the Kyrie Irving deal to come together. Because otherwise... Oh, they need it. That's Otherwise, about it. they're not making the playoffs again. No, they're not. I don't think. Unless they're like ultra healthy and then even then they're not making it far. Yeah. At least so, unless they find the right the Space Jam juice, whatever that's called. And you've got to get rid of Westbrook somehow. You yeah. Have to. There's no way he can play another minute on the Lakers. He's a strong negative yeah. on any lineup that you throw out there. And I think Darvin Ham may try to like make it work. But I was looking at the Lakers. Ain't no way, bro. Who they've signed... This is their current starting lineup. If I'm the head, this is not what their lineup will be because they pay Westbrook too much, I think, to come off the bench. But if I'm the head coach of the Lakers, this is who I'm starting. And you tell me if you think this team would win a championship. Oh. Kendrick Nunn as your point guard, who is I to be He's honest, pretty good. I like him. A I lot. like him. Austin Reeves at the two, LeBron, Juan Toscano, Anderson, and Anthony Davis. Oh God, you're not winning the finals. No. And that's their best possible combination, in my opinion. Looking at the starters, their bench: Westbrook. Second round pick, Max Christie, Talon Horton Tucker, who I don't understand, Stanley Johnson and Damian Jones. Like, dude, like, please. Stanley better go crazy this year. Yeah, and notice I didn't put Lonnie Walker in there at all. I, I, hate, <laughs> I hate him. I'm telling you, I hate his game. The type of player that he is. I don't think he, he does is. anything well. Yeah. He cut his hair, though. He did. Maybe, and I, I'm saying maybe he can develop. But yeah. there's just not time for that. That's not because it's LeBron. Maybe maybe in do. ten years he'll be a great Laker. Possibly, yeah, potentially. <laughs> but LeBron will be head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers by then. So it's, that's part not, owner. Or yeah, part owner. Yeah. Right. So, so I hate I hate yeah. it. They yeah. had a bad. Off I don't season. like it either. And the only thing that they can do is Kyrie at this point. That's and it. if they do that, you're yeah. in business. That's a good deal. <laughs> like everything that I've said, forget it. But that's a big if. We don't know if that's going to happen. We'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> Um. Yeah, definitely. Okay, now that trip is done, mm-hmm. and I can speak. Yeah, you have the floor. <laughs> yeah. So next up, we have um, the Hawks acquiring Dejounte Murray. Big deal for Danilo Gallinari, who was bought out because the Spurs don't want him. Three firsts and a pick swap. So that's basically like f- like four firsts. So that's pretty good for. The Hawks, because this guard duo, and we've talked about we talked about this last episode. Yeah, I think it had already because happened, right? oh no, no, it hadn't, but it was but it, it was, was talked it was about. Very, oh, we, and you and were we get, got the deal exactly right. You were getting hype, yeah, yeah. You were getting hype because the you were excited for the Spurs being that stupid to trade away their you know, and yeah. then oh look at the Hawks now, you know, yeah, right. And they did that. The Spurs did exactly that. And now they're going to try to tank for the first pick, which I think they might because they, they have bad. no one. Yeah, the, the next episode, zero next week, players. Next week we have an episode where we're going to protect three players from every and that, team. That was the hardest they one. They were really hard. Yeah. I was like, I don't know oh, if I'd keep awesome. anybody. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'd keep anybody. Yeah. Which is purposeful. They are looking for a big superstar. So mm-hmm. they're getting rid of DeJounte Murray because next year – they're going to be too good. But you could have done that with him. Yeah. I think you could have. I have some... I've changed my mind a little bit about it. First of all, huge win for the Hawks, obviously. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, let's get into that first. Right. Because yeah. the, the guard duo with... I mean, you have, the, like, the worst defender in NBA history as is your superstar in the Hawks, right? Yes. And you're not going to the championship you, that way. you got a lengthy co-guard who can defend, who can distribute and you know a lot of people were worried about okay well they're both like the playmaking guards yeah but i don't see that as Mer- i don't see that as a problem all. either I, yeah. I think you know a lot of times now you have movement offense you have quick 
snappy passes, get it to the open man from three, cutting. And, I mean, DeJounte Murray can blow by a defender like that. If And they can get – Trey Young can do the same thing. I think they're going to be able to create so much offense with just those two. It doesn't matter who else is on the floor. With just those two, they can create so much on offense, and then you add a plus defender next to Trey Young. Yeah, first position. Yeah. Right. And then you you know you think maybe Capella he had a bit of an off year. A Kongwu though. A Kongwu has probably the highest defensive ceiling of any young center yeah. in the league right now. Agreed. Um, and maybe he can get there faster than we're anticipating. They still have John Collins. It looks like he's gone. I don't know it's what they. Been, I don't know why though. Like they I have. I love, I like him. Keep him. The thing about John a lot of people Collins don't is, like him at all. I, know, I don't I like understand him, why. But it looks like he's gone, but it's also looked like he would be gone for many for off seasons in a row. Yeah. So I think maybe they'll they'll stick with him. That would be a ooh, heck of a lineup. He doesn't, he doesn't spread the floor incredibly well, but no. he adds... I mean, he has what DeJounte has for scoring-wise, but um, I don't know. I think if a Kongwu develops really well, then... I mean, he'll still start. But uh, yeah, I, I love this move for the, the Hawks. They're going to be... Pretty good. Maybe the three seed. Oh, I don't know about that. I think that I, I, they're still mm, going to. Sh- they're young. They're both going to play. That's true. Seventy-seven that's games. Yeah, that's true. Because now you're looking at Trey Young, Dejounte Murray, potentially John Collins. We'll see. AJ Griffin yeah. and then Clint Capella slash. Think about Yucca. the starting I mean, line. That is a really those good two: line. AJ Griffin, Collins, and you know whoever whoever you or, want. Yeah, right. Wow. That's a three seed starting lineup. If AJ Griffin is as pro ready as he's looked, and if he stays healthy, right? But he won't have to do much. No, he can slide. He doesn't have to do much. Be the perfect catch and shooter. I mean, his percentage from three is forty-five percent, unprecedented. I mean, yeah, that's a. You can just stand there and draw the defense himself. No one can leave him alone. Yeah, I think it's going to be gorgeous, and I don't like it because you know they're in the East, right? But, yeah, for the Spurs' sake, three firsts, that's a lot of firsts. That's, I mean, I, I like that I think it's a win. Part. I do, honestly, I've come around and I've decided. But they draft so bad. I think it's a win-win. I do. Because I don't think that you can mess it up if they get, if they're going to be really bad. And unless the yeah. lottery really screws them over, it's well, going to be hard Well, that's the thing. Is, are you going to be that much better with one player? With DeJounte? Is he going to give you that many wins you just mean- by himself? I think, yeah. If they kept him. I think he's that good, yeah. I don't I do. think they... I think right now they're going to be 15th, and they would have been like 12th. And still, like That's that, still a big thing. Because when you think about East versus West, too, I guess, that's the difference yeah. between 7th best odds for the number one pick to 1st. Yeah. Because I think they that's might... True. I think you might be looking at the that's worst true. team in the NBA. Oh, no, definitely. I think so, yeah. yeah. I don't know why Pop is, hasn't he, retired. He's, yeah, I, he doesn't have time it's, to go through this. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. But they're looking, because the, apparently the top end of next year's draft class is supposed to be really solid. Yeah. We're talking about Victor, Wembayana, It's supposed to be insane. It's supposed to be really good. So yeah. I think they're looking for him or another guy. Bronny James. Uh, hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's exciting. So that's yeah. all i got to say about it. Our draft class. It's going to be a really, I think it's a win-win for both sides. Yep. Because, you know, to be completely honest, mm-hmm. if you're a GM, I think your only goal should be to win a championship. Mm-hmm. I don't care about being like good unless you're on track to winning at all. Well, you know what the Hawks did? Hmm. They also created $17 million per year in cap space by sending Kevin Herter to the Kings for Justin Holiday, Mo Harkless, and a lottery-protected first. That's a great deal, yeah. in my opinion. They, got, they get their first back because in two years, because it's 2024, in two years, and... This is kind of spoiling what I'm about to say, but I don't think the Kings will be in the lottery. I don't think so either. I think they're, oh! they're going to be better. I think they're going to be better. I don't Trip think that, agrees. I don't think that means that they're going to be like... And you know me and the Kings. But it's good for the Hawks. Yes. Yeah. You know me with the Kings. Yeah. I hate the Kings. Well, it was when I was preparing for our next episode. I was like, if I'm protecting these three, this is good. Like, right. You know? They just need more pieces. But right. they have... A foundation now. I do, it dep- I wonder who you're gonna. Pick. But then Kevin Herter is there, now. Who is probably a good fit. He's good f- yeah, fit, he's and good also, fit. but he costs a lot because shooters cost a lot. So mm-hmm. it was good for the Hawks to get rid of him. Yeah. Because now you have AJ Griffin, 
You still mm. have your shooters. Mm. And you'll have room next year for a bench piece. Yeah. An expensive bench piece. Perfect. Yeah, man. But the, uh, Yeah, and the Kings also picked up Malik Monk. They did lose Dante Di- DiVincenzo, but good for them there. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. think Malik Monk is a way better. Yeah. I love me some Malik Monk. I love me some Malik he Monk, too. He was great in Charlotte. I was happy when the Lakers got him. He was good last and year for them. He yeah, was he one was. of their bright spots. He, he really was. Yeah, yeah. There was a stretch in the season where it was like, he's all they have right yeah. now. He's good. I like him. Um, Malcolm Brogdon was traded to the Celtics from the Pacers for Daniel Tice, Aaron Neesmith, and a first-round pick. Yes. I, what do you think? Um... For the Celtics, because the Pacers are rebuilding. Well, I again, probably a win-win. I think Malcolm yeah. Brogdon at this point, and I've gone back and forth on him, and for that I want to apologize. I, I my stance on him is shaky. Your I, stance on him last year was way too high, it, and I was like, "What you, is up with you?" You are right. Yeah. It was too high, because he's not going to be starting for the Celtics. I don't. Think. No, but because Marcus Smart's better, and probably Derek White is better at this point. Mm-hmm. It's no, he win- won't start. It's a win-win. Yeah. Because they didn't have to give up much. They didn't give up anything that's like Aaron really- Neesmith didn't play in the playoffs at all. Yeah. They don't need that first. And no. Daniel Tice, it depended on the team they played. Right. Whether he played or not. Though, to yeah. Be honest. Yeah. So I think it's a good deal because now you have the one thing that they struggled with was guard depth because they had to play smart and white at the same yeah. time during the playoffs at points. So yep. to have Brogdon is pretty valuable. But he's still he's a, a plus perimeter defender. Oh, he's a yeah. very good oh, def- perimeter defender. And then he can do a little more than those guys on offense. Yeah. So I think it's perfect. Yeah. So Sorry, Derek White. He's, he's going to get less minutes now. But yeah, is, yeah. it's good for the team. I love it. He's a good playmaker. Yeah. And, and it's a really good move. And they're dangerous. And many mm-hmm. people, because of this move, are saying they should be favorites in the East. And maybe because of this move, I don't know, but I think it because strengthens their things, case. But yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I still think the Bucks are my favorite. Oh yeah, well they picked up Joe Ingles, which is an excellent pickup. Yeah, it is. It and he really was is. all talking about, oh, I want to come back to the Jazz because he was traded as an yeah. expiring contract. But now he's like, Mm-mm. yeah, yeah, Milwaukee. He might win a finals. So all right, but we're distracting. Right? Yeah, but the the this yeah. I mean, for the Bucks, that's, that's the huge. best minimum signing they could have gotten, probably. I agree. For for what they're. Let's hope for. he's he's like a hundred percent. I I hope so because you never know after yeah. injuries like his. But um, we're missing the elephant in the room, so let's get to that because this is probably Rudy. the most controversial trade I've seen. I've seen trade grades from so many different and they're very website, different. and yeah. this one is the most. Controversial. Yeah, I've seen A's for on the Timberwolves. I've seen D minuses. Mm-hmm. The Timberwolves. We'll get into that now. But first, you should check out our merch. Oh, nice! Because it's pretty nice. Yeah. And it's comfortable. I wore it to sleep on accident last night because I didn't even know I was wearing it. Dude. And I don't sleep with a shirt, but I actually I woke up this morning in my pavement sweatshirt and I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah, That's how comfortable it, it is. And you have to do it. So many different colors. It can match with whatever you want. You're in need of purple, we got you. You're in need of white, we got you. Whatever you want. Orange. It's all in there. So check out the link in the description of this episode and the Instagram account, Pavement Sweat Podcast, merch. It's fire. There you go. So let's get into this. Yeah. Rudy Gobert was traded. Let me find it here. Rudy Gobert was traded to the Timberwolves. For why can't I find it? Why can't I find it? Four first round picks. Patrick Beverly, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley. Yeah, that's it. Beverly Beasley, Ver- Vanderbilt, four first. The players kind of underwhelming. You lose Jared Vanderbilt for the Timberwolves, but you get. I mean, J- Jared Vanderbilt was your defender. Right now, you got Rudy Gobert. Right. Um, Beverly's a, Beverly can that's be, the biggest loss for me yeah, to be honest he, I mean yeah I, but I hear what you're about Malik to say Beasley they were waiting to trade you know cause whatever the reason I view Beverly as a loss mm-hmm. is because to be successful in the playoffs yeah <laughs> with Rudy Gobert you do need competent perimeter yes. defenders and mm-hmm. Patrick Beverly would have been a great yes. pairing mm-hmm. so I am kind of sad to not see them together that would have been However, I don't know how you can objectively look at this trade and view it as a loss for the Timberwolves. I think you'd have to be out of your mind. Well, they also picked up Kyle Anderson for $9 million 
a year Which to is a two great years. That's, for him. Yeah, I feel like he's worth a little more than that. Yeah. And Bryn Forbes as well, mm-hmm. who's just a microwave scorer. Yeah. But you got back. I mean, Bryn Forbes, Malik Beasley. That's even yeah. about. Uh, Kyle Anderson, Jared Vanderbilt. I mean, but you get Rudy. That's the big thing. Rudy Gobert is still the best defender in the NBA. Yes, and people are freaking out because it was four firsts. That's why people are freaking out. And they don't think Rudy Gobert is good. So here's the deal. <laughs> right. The Timberwolves <laughs> have been trying to build through the draft for, for too a long. very, very long time. Throughout mm-hmm. multiple eras of basketball. We're talking about... They drafted, you know, Ricky Rubio. Yeah. Trying to build through the draft over Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. We're talking, they drafted Andrew Wiggins. Didn't work out. Not a good fit for right. them with a number one overall pick. You're talking about they drafted Carl Anthony Towns. Another number one overall pick. That's worked out, but has it really? I mean, he's a great player, obviously. He's but a top, you need that championship. Top three or... F- Best scoring center, center we've so. ever seen. I think so. He's a perimeter-wise. Uh, yeah, perimeter, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a top-four center in the NBA, and now they have number three and number four, in my opinion, center-wise. Yeah. So you've been building through the draft for too long Anthony to Edwards. think that four first-round picks is going to be the difference. With Rudy Gobert, yeah. depending on how good Anthony Edwards ends up and Carl Anthony Towns, with Rudy Gobert, if he can stay elite, for long enough, we're talking about a team that will be competing for a championship. For a while. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Because Rudy Gobert, he had a down year last season. Hopefully not on the... And when I say a down year, he was still my pick for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Don't get That's his down year. He just wasn't as dominant as usual, and a lot of that had to do with injuries. But I do believe that he will remain the best defensive player, and to have the best offensive center, which I probably... Mm, the set. Mm, Joel Embiid is first, and Jokic is still second. Yeah, you're right. But when it, oh man, but still, so three many, point shooting, best so many three good. point shooting center. And but his problem was rim protection, and you can't win without a good rim protector. You can't. It's mm-hmm. it's the most valuable aspect of basketball. Now they have their superstar perimeter center, who was a liability because of his defense. But now you have him paired with the best defensive center in basketball. How could that be a loss? With Anthony no. Edwards, who is one of the most exciting young players, he was the best player. And a solid defender. He's good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So for the perimeter defense, yeah. when you talk about, well, what's the difference between Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and Anthony Edwards? I think Anthony Edwards should be a lot better. Yeah. Not yet, but he should be. And so, then you say, you know, they still don't have a vocal leader, like, you know, because all their guys are... You still have D'Lo. They didn't have to give up D'Lo in that trade. Which is surprising. And he is... A vocal leader on on and off the court, and he actually is a plus defender. He's a little undersized, but he's a plus defender because of how much he does from you know barking and you know telling people where to go and you know running the yeah, running the show. Really yeah. Cool. yeah. So you you have now you have just raised your defensive ranking to like probably first, arguably if not top three. Because you have the best interior defender that maybe the game has ever seen. I think he would be, yeah. man. Yeah. Even if he retired today. I mean, the yeah. Defensive Player of the Years, despite the criticism, which has been way too strong, mm. is enough. it speaks for itself. He's got three of them. Yeah, three of and them. And he's deserved and more. He's, yeah, maybe five or six. He yeah. should have. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I see this for the Timberwolves as... The absolute A A plus 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 because I think that they're actually going to win a championship with You the, do? With Kat Gobert and Anthony Edwards at some point in the next four seasons. That's a hot take. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I hope you're right. That's I, a really well, hot take. Edwards' development has been He's, incredible. He surprised me. I yeah. had Lamelo as the clear rookie of the year. Especially shooting. Yeah, his shooting development has been really strong. But he was because he's best always sophomore. been a good slasher, which you don't need anymore because you you need to spread the floor more at this point. Yep. Because you have two big men, but you're you know you spread the floor enough with Towns, and Rudy Gobert can 
I mean, for someone who stands in the dunker spot, he's maybe the best at doing that. I think he's great. Yeah, yeah. On offense too. I he's think not he's an great. offensive negative. No, no, definitely not. Yeah, he's he's huge. He sets great screens. Right. He's not versatile, but he's right. not. But that's not that's not that big of a problem when your other center is the most versatile exactly. big man. And I didn't even think about this pairing. I didn't yeah. think about just those two. I didn't think about it because. What, for the offseason, I was thinking Rudy Gobert to the Bulls, Rudy Gobert to the Bulls. Right, yeah. And I texted you a couple times about Clint Capella to the Timberwolves. This is way better. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even think about it for some reason. Right. But these two together, it should be good. And it's going to revolutionize the the team building. If healthy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I really think that teams are going to start thinking about having their unicorn and then their defensive stronghold instead of, you know, right. Porzingis being your center. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, And I love it. Because the game's, you know, small ball is a thing, but now that... It the, might bring it back, now which the, I like. Now that the big men are able yeah. to shoot like this. But it's going to be crazy, like, Blazers versus Timberwolves in three years, when it's like Dame, Anthony Simons, and Shaded Sharp versus... Uh, right. Bull, bull. Two seven-footers yeah, right. and, right. you know, Anthony Edwards. I yeah. love it. It's great. I love it. From a schematic pers- perspective, from a really NBA fan perspective, yeah, I think it's a great experiment, and I think it's actually going to pay off. With a championship, yeah. you say? Mm-hmm. I hope you're right. I think you. I think you might. Be. I'm rooting for him now. Me too. I'm oh, Rudy. Fun to watch. Rudy. Yeah, I want Rudy Gobert to get some respect. Please. R E S P E C T. Give him that respect, yeah. man. Please. And if with a championship, mm-hmm. haters couldn't say a thing. Yeah. Exactly. <sighs> Let's move on. I feel good after. Yeah, it's nice yeah, to get it out. It, it does. You know, I'm, I'm happy for him. Okay, let's see what else happened. The Nuggets. First of all, they signed Bruce Brown. Holy crap. Beautiful. Terrific. And not Beautiful. for much either. Cutting. Which cutting is why that's the one Jokic, steal for that's Jokic. It. Yeah. Cutting, defense. And then uh, everyone else shooting. Yeah. But now you've... I mean, he's quick. He can get in the paint. Perfect. Love yeah, it. A-plus signing. Um, and they also got some... They got a lot of draft picks in there now. But they also sent Will Barton and Monte Morris to Washington for KCP and Ish Smith. Basically, just KCP is what it looks like. Yeah. Which, I don't know if you remember. We talked about Trip. It. Yeah, we have. Yeah. But I'm talking about, like, KCP. How good is KCP, actually? And in my opinion, he's pretty good. He's a... He's a very traditional 3 and D guy. What else do you want for the Nuggets? And I think that Monte Morris was almost a little too ball dominant when he was on the court. He takes some stupid shots. Maybe. He won them he a playoff did, game. He did win them a playoff game. I do remember that. Yeah. Fourth quarter. I don't remember who it was against, but it doesn't matter. The Warriors. But they also lost Will Barton, which doesn't really matter because he never plays because he's hurt all the time. Uh, and if then, he could be healthy, though, he's great. I know. Yeah. I know. But I'm saying that but I... I yeah. Have seen terrible things for the Nuggets. I've seen Fs on this trade for the Nuggets. I don't love it. I, I know you it. don't, but I do. I don't hate it. But I, I mean, don't. we're not going to talk too much about like two, KCB. like four mid players getting traded yeah. for each other. But it is no. But it's I a think big it's deal. a schematic upgrade. Yeah, maybe. I don't think KCP is as good as Monte Morris. I'm gonna go. I think he that. fits but the Nuggets better. Possibly. That's what I was gonna say. Maybe. Yeah. I think yeah, definitely. Uh, Come on, maybe. I, well, I don't think that he's effective in the ways that you want him to be. Actually, with the three, I don't know. He's good with the three, man. He's Remember okay. him on the Lakers? He had some good games. He was pretty annoying. <laughs> he annoyed me. <laughs> How many more will you miss? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. He was annoying. In the playoffs, he was bad. But yeah, right. I don't know. We'll like see it. if it, it's a, it's an okay. Game. I thought Monte Morris did too much on the Jokic team. Could be. Yeah. yeah. And now you have Bones, it. and Bones is the guy. Oh. Really? I yawned. (laughs) Yeah. And then, I mean, there's a lot more that's been happening. But another thing that's talk about worthy, Mm -hmm. besides all the max extensions that are going on. Yeah. Knicks traded Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel, and two second rounders for cap space and then signed Jalen Brunson. Yeah. With the cap space to... Five years. It's four. Four years. Yeah, four or one sixty. One. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. I love. I love Jalen Brunson. Let me say though, the hype came out of nowhere. The hype was deserved. It came out of nowhere, and now it's gone too far. 
Because if you really believe that Jalen Brunson is worth $40 million a year, think about that number real quick. Yeah. Think about this. Ready? Jared Allen, $20 million a year. Jalen Brunson, $40 million a year. Yeah. That's pretty rough. I don't hate it. I like Jalen Brunson a lot. I mean, I, I understand overpaying. I understand overpaying yeah. for guys. I get it. But $40 million a year. Forty million. That really might end up a terrible contract for a number three. Yeah. On the on the Maverick, he was number three on the Mavericks. Yeah. And was, now you're paying he him. He was number two. Oh, still. Yeah. They definitely just signed. Forty million. They definitely just paid number one money to a number two. Yeah. There's no doubt a, a second option, but they paid for a first mm-hmm. option. There's no doubt about that. I don't know if they could have done anything better, besides being bad again. They're going to be bad again. I think off-ball, though, he might make life easier for Julius Randle. I, I don't know. I, I don't hate the move. Well, they're hoping, speaking of terrible contracts, they're hoping Julius Randle pulls it together because no, he man. has been terrible last season, um, and his contract is bad, too, and they're just stuck with him. Well, I agree. One thing I want to say about this is that Jalen Brunson <laughs> is not the most important off-season move that they made. They what made another that? signing that I think is beautiful. And that's Isaiah Hartenstein. Hartenstein. Is it Stein? Hartenstein. Darn it. I wanted to get that right. Isaiah Hartenstein. <laughs> I think he's better than Jalen Brunson. I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. I think he's, <laughs> he's good. He's really, he was a Cavalier two years ago. He's really And I liked solid. him, but he's not better than Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> no, yeah, he's not. Okay, fine. The, it doesn't make any he's, sense. I mean, he's like... Rudy Gobert, but five inches shorter and worse. Well, he's a clear starter, in my opinion. And then yeah. they extended Mitchell Robinson, who's good, but they should have traded him. Because Isaiah Hartenstein should be the starter. I think that's a great move. I like it a lot. <laughs> I like But it doesn't really work next to Julius Randle, because Mr. Randle can't do anything but hold the basketball. <laughs> it's so annoying. But anyway. I hate watching the Knicks. They're probably my least favorite team to watch because of Julius yeah. Randle. He's my least favorite player to watch. He just frustrates me, and I don't know why he's paid that much. And now it might get even worse if Jalen Brunson is the same Jalen Brunson. And it's like, okay, you're a good player. Yeah. But we're paying you $40 million a year. Yeah. Then watching the Knicks has made me have to buy four new TVs because I continue to throw them. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I get so mad. But, yeah, you know, I don't hate it. Whatever. More business for uh, Walmart. You'll look back on it, and it'll be a bad deal. You're right. More business for Best Buy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, Brunson, he's not the guy. But whatever. You're I, not the sense. guy, but I think you're, you know, you got your bag. Good for you. Now. They could be a playing team. That's exciting for them. <laughs> they could be. They definitely could be a playing team. If I were a Knicks fan. Oh, God, man. You're in New York. What the heck are you doing as a franchise? Like, yeah. how? Yeah, you're supposed to be, you know, this street's full of. What concrete jungle tomato? Yeah. Tomato. Yeah, they're supposed to be a lot better, and they're just not, so it is disappointing. Yeah, you're the big apple. you got to do better than this. For the fans. Amen. Because you have, like, the most. Go off, dude. But not anymore, bro. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Darius Garland signed his rookie Supermax. That's a great deal. Great deal. Love it. No No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, that's a great deal. No, it's great. I love it. And we already talked. If you want to hear more about the Cavs offseason plans, we talked about it for <laughs> way too long on the last episode. Yeah, and we're not going to do it today. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah. If you but it's hear, interesting. If you want to hear my thoughts about Colin Sexton. If you want to hear my thoughts about Colin Sexton. Both of, we, you, we, you go. Yeah. We and both we don't agree yeah. on it. So go to the but boy, the Cavs are drafting well. Yeah. Last, last five years, very good. Sure. They've yeah. been great. They've, awesome. They've been building well. Yeah, really. I agree. <laughs> You're acting like I don't agree. I agree. Oh. Uh, yeah. Is that also it? James Harden declined his option and will probably sign with the Sixers. Oh, no, he's definitely yeah. resigning. Yeah, they're restructuring the deal. He's yeah. a good dude for that. He's a good dude because he's probably gonna take a pay cut. Yeah, he's definitely gonna take a yeah. pay cut. But he so, wants that long term, man. He, he wants, wants that three year. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> no, what but happens. it's good. Yeah, it's run great. it back. I say run it back. R.I.B. Anyway. Yeah. That's enough. Are we done? Trip has talked too much. Uh, the Nets traded Royce O'Neal for... F- traded for Royce That's O'Neal. That's such a good video, by the way. If you haven't seen... Um... What is going on in Utah? Yeah, I'm sure that you've seen Well, the sucky thing was they traded for him. 
Right. And then Kevin Durant requested a trade like five minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So yeah, with beef or something. Brian Windhorse. <laughs> Brian yeah. Windhorse. Who's the goat, by the way? He's so funny. I love the him. LeBron whisperer. Yeah, he is. But look up Brian Windhorse first take Royce O'Neal, and he goes on this like two minute long rant, and he was right because it was basically predicting <laughs> the Rudy Gobert trade. So. Yeah. He was right. It was beautiful. It was so funny. Yeah, because why do you want that first round pick if you're, if you're, you right? Know, and they were clearing gap. Keeping your, yeah. Hmm. It was funny. What is going on? So that's a good clip. Yeah. So, so watch just, it. Just After you li- finish, listen to this. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all the big deals? Is that really it? Besides, like, you know, Booker's extension. All the extensions. And, I mean, don't that was all Except the trades. We talked about all the trades. Yeah, Zion. But one thing to what keep about in mind... Zion? Same as Garland's. Right. Five-year, 193. Big thing here to uh-huh. keep in mind is that free agency is has kind of been put on hold due to Kevin Durant. Many teams are waiting to see what he'll do before making moves themselves. Um, biggest among these is the DeAndre Ayton thing. Oh, yeah. Where he has not been signed yet. He's definitely the best right. on the board. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's pretty crazy to me. I think DeAndre Ayton is great. Mm-hmm. I think I've never seen this happen before where a player this good, teams don't know what to do with him. I don't understand how someone hasn't thrown the max at him. I mean, how? Yeah. I mean, he's a great player. I think some people are concerned about his, uh, uh, like, how, how good can he be in the modern NBA? I like, disagree. I think yeah, but I, I don't think that's a problem either. Yeah. Oh, TJ Warren signed with the Nets. As well. I saw that. Yeah, they're yeah. basically becoming a rehabilitation center for yeah. injured players. Mm-hmm. Seriously, it's crazy. Well, they just... I don't know why. I think if if you are going to trade KD and West... Or not Westbrook. You know what I mean. Kyrie. Kyrie. Then you... I mean, you start... You, you start over. I don't know why TJ Warren is your guy now. I agree with that. But it wasn't for much. Oh, the, the Lakers signed Thomas Bryant too. Didn't they? Right? Thomas Bryant? I don't think Am I crazy? Who signed Thomas Bryant? Bryant is literally going insane. No, no, it's true. Thomas Bryant. Oh, really? One-year deal with the Lakers. Ah, big deal. I mean, he was high on people's lists a few years ago for, like, developing... That happened today. Developing centers. Yeah, this morning. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, nice. All right, but it doesn't change a darn thing. Go for Irving. Anyway. Who's going to get Harold? Who's going to get Harrell? Yeah. Weird that he hasn't been picked up. Mm-hmm. I, think I also he, think so. I think He's a championship ter- player. Yeah, he was terrific. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, you're going to get me mad if we have to keep talking about the Lakers, man. Yeah, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh. So I think we got to end the episode. <laughs> okay, really we got we to end it right now because Trevor's getting really angry. Look out for our next episode. It's, it's going to be a really good one. We're actually about to record it right now, yeah, but yeah. you won't see it for I'm, another week. Yeah. But it is, we're going to protect, this was the hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Trips hypothetical. There's a huge fantasy draft. I read it somewhere. There's a huge fantasy draft in the NBA. The whole NBA resets, and every team gets to protect three players. That'd be so sick. That would be awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the hypothetical, and we're going to go through each team and protect our three players and have a little bit of debate about who we protect. And a lot of fun. Oh, oh, dude. Yeah. (laughs) But until then... Like Ryan said, please check out the merch, but most mm-hmm. importantly, you got And you need to remember this before you go all ranty and crazy, right? Seriously, because yeah. sometimes I get... I know that I sometimes I get a little heated. <laughs> but deep in my heart, I'm always remembering that I need to spread <laughs> peace, peace, love, and, and joy. joy.